Catholic commentary. Spiritual warfare. Stay ready so you don't have to get ready. Jesus 911. Soul Patrol Jesus 911 two man car. This is the month of January dedicated to the holy name of Jesus. And also today is the feast day of St. Francis de Sales. Pray for us. He's one of my heroes. I'll tell you why. St. Francis de Sales, he was one of the greatest apologists in the Middle Ages. I've read that when Calvin and Luther were pulling tens of thousands of people from Catholicism to Protestantism uh, uh, back in the 15th and 16th century, I've read that St. Francis de Sales in his lifetime as a priest, brought about 70,000 Calvinists back into the Catholic Church by teaching them apologetics. He was one of the most effective and influential apologists in the Middle Ages without the benefit of radio, television, the internet, telegram, you know, texting, just going out to the hillsides and preaching to Calvinists and, and answering their questions and giving them sound biblical arguments who was bringing them back home uh, also, another thing about St. Francis de Sales, he wrote a b- famous book. It's one of those Catholic classics that every lay Catholic should read. It's called The Introduction to the Devout Life. The Introduction to the Devout Life by St. Francis. And really it is, if you want to know what that book's about, it's a manual on how to become holy for the common man. Uh, it, it's a book on spiritual direction. St. Francis de Sales, pray for us. Paul, I'm on duty. What about you, my friend? On duty, just ready to go. Uh, you, you mentioned St. Francis de Sales. That was my my daughter when she uh, was baptized into the church as a as an adult. Uh, she took the name Francis de Sales. You know, <laughs> because uh, it, it's funny. I laugh about it because her name is Geneva, and of course, you know everybody. Uh, uh, understands the relationship of Geneva with Geneva, Switzerland and, and, and Calvin. Right. Uh, so, uh, that was kind of funny, even though she was named after my mom and I, we were reformed Christians. It's kind of funny how she, she was drawn to St. Francis to, and, and, and let's call him Calvin in reverse. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Amen. Hey, Paul, a lot of, a lot of, I want to talk to you about tonight about, uh, some of the issues that are having globally. The Catholic Church is the most respected religion on planet Earth, and this is why you'll find nefarious people in high places. We will call them the globalists, the New World Order, uh, the Great Reset people. They've always wanted to have a relationship with the Vatican, specifically the Pope, because they know the influence the Catholic Church has on geopolitics and upon the world at large. And so I want to talk about Something, it's not pleasant, but it, uh, once again, uh, we're not here to tickle people's ears. Like St. Paul says, we're here to, uh, to speak the truth in charity. And we have to, we have to, uh, St. Paul also says, we have to expose the darkness. We must expose mm. the darkness. <clears throat> and there's an article, it's entitled, Vatican's New News Outlet Highlights Pope's Longstanding Relationship with Klaus Schwab. I don't know about you, but this is uh, disturbing for me as a lay Catholic when I, when I hear this. Father Susek's comments to Vatican News serve to further highlight the little-known but close link between Pope Francis and the global elite, Klaus Schwab. 
<clears throat> As the annual World Economic Forum takes place in Davos, Switzerland, gathering the global elite, the wealthy and a host of anti-life and anti-freedom advocates, the Vatican's news outlet is promoting the event as presenting solutions to world crisis. I would, I would uh, take issue with that. Uh, the only solution to world crisis is the name of the Lord Jesus Christ and his holy gospel, not whatever policies could come out of the World Economic Forum. Those are man-made solutions that have a termination date or an expiration date. Amen. So in an interview published January 19th on Vatican News, the local Catholic priest in Davos spoke about the World Economic Forum's annual meeting is taking place in its customary January spot after having been held online in 2021. And then in May last year, Father Kurt Susak, no doubt a modernist, uh, the parish priest in Davos for over 10 years, stated that everywhere you hear about crisis, the world is somehow in crisis mode. In the face of such crisis, he added, the, the attendees at the World Economic Forum are quite conscientiously counting on the event presenting solutions. Paul, that's one of the things about you'll find about the Luciferian left is they always try to put, uh, promote fear into society. That They're mm-hmm. masters at trafficking in fear. Yes, that's uh, exactly uh, what they do, Jess. I'm glad you pointed that out. Um, they know that when people are afraid, they are willing to give up ground, so to speak, right? And that ground means their freedoms. Yeah. And so they promote an environment of fear and they know that society and peoples can be manipulated and a perfect example of that is under the guise of this emergency and this pandemic right regular laws and rights of people were suspended and trampled on and we didn't even have uh, uh the ability to uh, in many places to go in and receive our lord amen yep now, Father Susak added the World Economic Forum risked losing its credibility and legitimacy if this meeting did not now also present solutions that are recognizable to the people and lead to an improvement in many conflicts and challenges. Exactly what kind of solutions might be presented? Father Susak did not mention, however, as reported by LifeSite News, the World Economic Forum's meetings have already highlighted, here it goes, how access to abortion is a key issue in these Davos meetings. A moderator at one of the sessions briefly talked about the World Economics Forum's Women's Health Initiative, a project by the globalist organization that also pushes abortion and contraception under the guise of reproductive health. The initiative aims, among other things, to reduce unintended pregnancies and unsafe pregnancies. So here's my comment. So at this meeting at Davos, Switzerland, the World Economic Forum showed that behind all the euphemisms and the globalist talking points lies a deadly agenda that's aimed at the weakest in society, especially the unborn children in the womb. And it seems to me like the World Economic Forum is simply continuing the work of Margaret Sanger and Planned Parenthood, which started over 100 years ago. It's a worldwide depopulation program, the World Economic Forum. That's what I'm talking about. It's a worldwide depopulation program using climate as an alibi. The Luciferian left seems to be fascinated with death, just like their father, Satan, Paul. Yeah, again, it, it brings new light to the uh, scripture verse. There's a way that seems right to a man, but that way leads. And in this case, it literally leads to 
death. And somehow they try to justify their position. Uh, this just to me is uh, let's not leave out the diabolical component here, Jess, because uh, when we give Satan permission, so to speak, when we yeah. uh, begin to involve ourselves in, 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 in what can only be described as satanic acts, yep. we essentially uh, give him permission, so to yeah. speak, yeah. And, and, we, and we lose that power. We lose that power to, to uh, 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 and control even over our own lives. Yeah, and this is happening with with uh, some of the most powerful people in the world. Yep. They're inviting. Uh, they're inviting. Uh, this is the basically the invocation of Satan upon our society. Uh, you yep. want to pick it up from there, Paul? Yeah, criticisms. Uh, yeah. Meeting. Okay. So far, the World Economic Forum's Davos meeting has raised considerable concern for family and freedom advocates. In addition to the overt promotion of abortion. Countries such as Poland and Hungary have come under attack uh, there for their, for their stance defending families. The executive director of Human Rights Watch, Tirana Hassan, accused the two countries of being divisive, claiming that they increase acts of violence and discrimination by their policies. I want to stop right there, Jess. Yeah. How in the world, you want to talk about increasing acts of violence promote abortion like you so pointed out you're you're committing crimes against the most innocent uh uh yeah uh, correct so 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 to sit there and allege that somehow because these countries invoke laws uh that are pro-family that are um that don't embrace the homosexual woke agenda that somehow they're the cause of violence you see how uh good will be called evil and evil will be called good and that's the times we live in jess yeah and uh hungary and poland are the most catholic countries in europe uh this is where the faith is still thriving and by the way some of the players the bad players that are at the davos world economic forum meeting you have companies like johnson and johnson merck cvs health Save the Children and the Belinda, Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation. Uh, and again, on day two of the meeting, abortion was a key part of the globalist agenda. This is exactly, Paul, what they meant for. They want to figure out how to depopulate the earth. Go ahead, Paul. Yeah. Building on the widespread rollout of COVID-19 injection linked to digital vaccine records in many countries, former UK Prime Minister Tony Blair it's kind of funny, Jess. I'll just insert something real quick. These guys that have been out of office, these unelected people, have so much to say about how we should live our lives. <laughs> Nor were they ever elected in this country. But you know what exactly. I mean? It's yes. like, why don't people sit down somewhere? But uh, former Prime Minister Tony Blair, we'll pick this up on the other side of the break. Yes, I hear music. <laughs> yeah. Jesus 911, stick around. We're talking about. Uh the diabolical, satanic World Economic Forum and their depopulation plan. It affects us. Stick around. Now, back to Jesus 911. 
If this call is not an emergency, dial 888-526-2151. Soul Patrol, Jesus 911. We're talking about the World Economic Forum, Klaus Schwab, and uh, their plans to depopulate planet Earth. <clears throat> you have you have has-beens like Tony Blair, has-beens like El Gore coming out, you know, former politicians that are coming out and putting their two cents in. They're all globalists. They're all part of this. Mm-hmm. And in, in, in my opinion, a lot of these men are part of these secret societies. They're Freemasons or Illuminati. Uh, you can't have this type of a, of a perverted warped mind without being uh, in, in contact with these secret societies or being part of these secret societies who, again, the, 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 the Freemasons, they don't hide exactly what, what the, their first commandment is, is to depopulate planet Earth to about half a million people. So everything mm-hmm. that's happening with the World Economic Forum is completely consistent with the Freemasons, which tells me a lot of these men are probably Masons because it's a Protestant, it's a Protestant guild of men that are powerful, that are rich and academic. And it fits the bill. That's what, yeah. Yeah, that's what the Georgia Guidestones said when they were erected. They wanted half a billion people. Uh, that, 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 that basically is uh, going to get rid of about, what, 750 uh, uh, billion people, Yes. Yeah, se- yeah, 7.5 billion people. Yeah, the, the, the UK Prime oh, Minister, yeah, the, former, billion, yeah, right. the former UK Prime Minister, Tony Blair, uh, you know, again, he, he's an apostate Catholic. I'm just going to say say that he's he's an apostate Catholic, uh, fake Catholic, just like our unelected president. And I'm sure that one of the topics that was discussed with Bill Gates again was the idea of population through vaccination, because that's what Bill Gates is known for, and that's his, uh, you know, that's what uh, he's been promoting for years: depopulation through vaccination. Paul, we will be fighting yeah. with these evil men until we drop dead. Yes. Okay. Continued on with the article. Yep. So Minister Tony Blair then argued that proper digital infrastructure would be necessary in tracking another pandemic in order to know who has been vaccinated and who hasn't been. And there it is right there, Jess. Control, uh, control, is, this control. Is, yeah, yeah, yeah. This is their attempt to separate the, the tares from the wheat, you know. Once they identify us as anti-vaxxers by the way have been vindicated and i don't know if everybody's noticed but there are a lot of people of all ages that should not be dropping dead from heart attacks and strokes that are happening on a daily basis uh you know this is not something that was not predicted because there were many good doctors who were uh essentially yeah they were they were silenced though uh uh you know when they wanted to offer an opinion that this was not a good idea. And uh, now we're, we're seeing it. Uh, let's continue. However, in outlining some concerns about the Davos meeting, Frank Susick fa- did Father not Susak. mention. Father Susick. Oh, excuse me. Yeah, did I say Frank? Yeah. Well, he's Frank to me. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> Father Susick did, did not mention such attacks on the unborn. The family or freedoms. Instead, he noted traffic jams, the general expense of running an event, and lack of transparency. When you talked about modernists, Jess, I'm going to put him also in the category of a modernist uh, without a brain. 
because hmm. because those things, uh, the unborn family, the family and freedoms are exactly uh, the salient points. You know what I mean? That we are that you know they're the points today that we are um, uh, that are at issue that that are under attack. That this is what the the war is all about. <laughs> Paul, something interesting, just kind of a sidebar issue, is that prostitutes from all over Europe, they uh, they flew into Davos, Switzerland, uh, during the during the the meetings, because uh, they knew that there was a lot of rich, wealthy, nasty men there, and they were charging the, the prostitutes are charging two thousand five hundred dollars for a date. So. Yeah, and, and again, and, and of course, all the prostitutes know that they're all about uh, equality, right? So they want, yeah, <laughs> right, get their equal share there. But uh, what a what a sick thing! And 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 knowing that these people, again, they they they're the ones just that don't have any Catholic values. They're the ones who, uh, uh, if they're Catholic, it's Catholic in name only. Essentially, they are practical atheists in yeah. the way that they live their lives. Correct. Correct. Yeah. Go ahead and pick it up. Uh, yeah. Vatican News paraphrase uh, Susick's comments, writing that notes uh, that he notes that everything is overpriced. There is an enormous amount of traffic with accompanying traffic jams and long waiting times and long waiting times and says the usual way of life in the area is seriously disrupted during the time of the WEF. Oh, that's, we, that's, that's what we got to focus on. Exactly. Those traffic jams. Yeah. Yeah. Drawing from Pope Francis. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Drawing from Pope Francis's off use themes regarding money usage. Susick also noted the enormous economic costs related to the Davos event and that people question whether it is worth the cost, whether it is necessary or what the ultimate outcome of the meeting should be. Again, Jeff, elected individuals uh, who have nothing to do with this country wanting to make uh, uh, a bunch of rules and demands uh, that will essentially enslave every citizen of this country, because that's exactly what will happen. Go ahead and pick it up, Jess. Yeah, uh, I just want to mention that uh, Father Susak is just a mouthpiece with a Roman collar for the World Economic Forum, much like Father James Martin's a mouthpiece with a Roman collar for the LGBT community. This is what modernist infiltrators look like. And uh, he, 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 it says, these points aside, Father Susak nevertheless noted that there are many positives to the annual meeting of global elites. The local schools schedule skiing, which gives the students a great deal of pleasure. Wow. Father Susak mm. also appears to suggest that the event now overshadowed traditional Christmas events in the region. Vatican News wrote that, quote, Previously, Christmas was associated with Christmas and ski tourism, he said. Before that, work is done, preparations are made, all the security measures are organized, carried out. The hotel industry, the restaurant industry, the craft companies, everything is working at full speed. And this testifies to the great cohesion that Davos mm. presents here. Here's my comment. Yeah, Davos is good for local businesses, but it's not good for the rest of planet Earth as they're trying to figure out ways to continue to depopulate planet Earth and to control us. Uh, <clears throat> yeah. Father Susak revealed that, in, that for a number of years, the parish has conducted silence prayer events uh, during the World Economic Forum events. Such events 
gathered people together to pray precisely for the intention that good decisions might be made for a more just and peaceful world. You could tell that Father Susak is a justice, uh, is a justice social warrior. Now the mm-hmm. events are ecumenical. Catholics, Reformed Christians, and Evangelical churches all gather in the silence and prayer events, Father Susak said. The Vatican has had, in fact, a close, although little-known, relationship with the World Economic Forum. Here it is. Drumroll. Pope Francis has signaled his intimacy with the World Economic Forum's globalist founder, Klaus Schwab, by sending an address to the World Economic Forum four times in his eight-year pontificate and allowing an annual Vatican roundtable at Davos the World Economics Annual Conference site in Switzerland. Also, you can see a picture of Cardinal Turkson. He's a man of the left at the Vatican Roundtable during the 2019 World Economic Forum at the Davos meeting. As reiterated by Father Susak, Vatican officials attending the Davos meeting have included Cardinals Pietro Perlin, uh, man of the left, Peter Turkson, man of the left, and Michael Zerny. I don't know who he is. The, the priest added, however that this year there were no Vatican delegates suggesting that this was a statement that Rome is making to the World Economic Forum. In a 2021 interview with Vatican News, Father Susak revealed that Perlin had gone in place of Pope Francis, who had been personally invited by Schwab for the event's 50th anniversary. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Pope Francis, by the way, he also, he, he also told the global governance at the World Economic Forum conference several years ago, that there can be no return to normality after COVID. What does that mean, Paul? I mean, what what type of uninspirational words are that from a pope? A pope is supposed to teach and inspire us, not tell us you can't return back to normal after COVID. Is his faith in in COVID or is his faith in Jesus Christ who can do all things? Exactly. The Bible says, is anything too difficult for the Lord? This is the kind of... uh, you know, spiritual leadership, we need somebody who has complete faith in the Lord. The Lord can restore anything. Uh, how many times did we see in sacred scripture just when when the Lord uh, restored sight to the blind? He, he The lame, the deaf were able to hear. The dumb spoke. Uh, the dead rose. That's who our God is, okay? Amen. So when So when somebody who purports, well, and who is, you know, at the head of, of our church and they speak with such a lack of faith. I'm reminded of the time when Isaiah, the prophet was pleading with the, with the King, King Ahaz. And he was saying, just ask the Lord. King Ahaz was into all kinds of stuff that was against God. And he, and King Ahaz, you know, said, Oh, far be it for me. Who am I that I should ask the Lord? And Isaiah, Isaiah told him, nevertheless, sign shall be given to you a virgin shall be with child that's who the the sign was given to israel that's god's sign and that babe who grew up to be our lord and savior jesus christ amen uh the sustainer of all things can do anything yes it says i really had to be positively surprised at how much interest there is in the church at the world economic forum for example there's a meeting called Vatican meets World Economic Forum, and there I experienced great interest from all over the world, Father Susek stated this last year. Vatican News wrote that Schwab had himself been to the Vatican, Klaus Schwab. Indeed, Pope Francis' actions and public interests aligned closely with Schwab and the globalist elites and the World Economic Forum. Back in December 2020, Francis used the phrase, build back better. 
the oh, slogan no. the slogan synonymous with globalist policies the phrase was the name of the joe biden's website after the election buildbackbetter.gov on which he claimed to be restoring american leadership and shortly after that francis joined with companies across the globe to promote a new economic system of capitalism in line with the sustainable development goals despite their link to abortion and his own call for austere living. Boy, oh boy, I'm telling you, his exit interview, if he doesn't change and act like a pope, his exit interview is not going to be pretty. Pope Francis, he also teams up with the UN to educate world the world on sustainable lifestyles, gender equality, and global citizenship. I'm wondering what Pope Francis is going to team up with the world to evangelize them, uh, uh, deploy biblical apologetics and give them faith and reason and invite them to a personal relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ. That's what I'm waiting for, Paul. Oh, yeah. Just uh, global citizenship. I'm tired of hearing about global citizenship. Our citizenship, sacred scripture says, is in heaven. That's the only global citizenship that I'm interested in. <laughs> we'll be right back. We'll continue talking about uh, <laughs> the UN, the uh, Klaus Schwab and Pope Francis. There's a partnership there. Very sad. We got to pray. Now, back to Jesus 911. If this call is not an emergency, dial 888-526-2151. Soul Patrol, the World Economic Forum, Klaus Schwab and Pope Francis, uh, I, I wish that we could we didn't have to say them in the same sentence, but unfortunately we do right now. Mm-hmm. The this article says that such deepening ties with globalist corporations and leaders lends further credence to beliefs that Pope Francis is aligned with the World Economics Forum's call for a great reset. He has referenced a supranational common good and said that there is need for a, a special legally constituted authority capable of facilitating its implementation. Mm. And Pope Francis, a couple of years ago, he also called for a new a new world order. Well, I was going to say, translation, new world order. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He says that you know, wasting... News, yeah, go ahead, he says, he says that wasting the COVID crisis would be worse than the pandemic, much like, uh, who's that, that, that uh, black politician that said, we can't let a good crisis uh, go to waste? Pope Francis just said the same thing. He said, uh, mm-hmm. wasting COVID crisis would be worse than the pandemic. He said the same thing as Rahm Emanuel. Same thing. Mm. Mm-hmm. The pontiff reissued that call in, in, in spring 2021 in an address to the World Bank and International Monetary Fund. He echoed the sentiments expressed by Schwab, Klaus Schwab, the proposed anti-Catholic Great Reset, is underpinned by a focus on a green financial agenda, the withdrawal of fossil fuel subsidies and a new financial system based on investments which advance equality and sustainability, that means climate change and global warming, and the building of a green urban infrastructure. I can't believe that Pope is speaking like this. Uh, uh, Paul, he's, he's completely aligned with the globalists, the Great Reset people. And, 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 and what is the New World Order? I mean, give me a, 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 a simple definition of that. You just mentioned during well, the, yeah. yeah, 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 Jess. When you hear about Build Back Better and this new world order, you know, it, what comes to my mind is simply 
let's look into that. Well, to build back better, you have to something has to come down. And what's coming down, what's being torn down is 2000 years of of the Catholic Church and its influence in, in Western society. Now, granted, granted, over the last yeah, 50, 60 years, you know, uh, Western society has gone, you know, completely left. But that is by design. And that is because, the, you know, uh, the church has been infiltrated. We know about these things. And so, um, you know, people, we need to wake up and realize that, you know, um, the situation of the world, when the Antichrist finally comes on stage, it's going to be uh, controlled. The whole world is going to be in lockstep with an agenda. These things like... Uh, uh, that they talk about the, uh, you know, uh, uh, the green, the new green deal. And these things are, are, are tools that they're using to essentially enslave us, uh, uh, to limit, uh, the supply chain, to tell us what we can eat, uh, to tell us what we can drive and where we can go. And, uh, essentially, you know, under this so-called good idea that we are somehow burning up all the natural resources of this earth, uh, Again, they, they, you know, they take this, you know, this idea like, oh, we're doing this for so, for good. Jess, sacred scripture says everything that we see is going to be burned up. This world is passing away. Uh, we're not. It's like trying to save the Titanic. It's going down. We don't have to save the Titanic. The Titanic is going down. What we have to uh, be concerned about doing is saving souls. souls. Is it, yeah, that's right. Get them into the lifeboat. Get them into the ark. And that ark is the ark of Christ. Noah's ark represented Christ. And that's what we need to do. Get them into the ark so that they can be saved. Amen, Paul. The, the pontiff reissued that call in... in uh, oh, no. It says, indeed, at last year's delayed Davos meeting, the Vatican officially declared that the Catholic Church is committed to the various issues concerned at, considered at the forum. Father Leonir Chiarello, Superior General of the Congregation of the Missionaries of St. Charles, identified eight key themes of the meeting. No, here it is. Climate and nature, fair economics, health and health care, global cooperation, and society and equity. Uh, the Vatican official at Davos says the church is implementing the World Economic Forum agenda. And they've also, they've also referenced Pope Francis's uh, encyclical Laudate Si, and Fratelli Tutti as examples of how the Catholic Church was adhering to the globalist agenda on particular aspects. All I can tell you this, Paul, I'm going to say this from the bottom of my heart. The Francis Papacy makes the Medici Papacy and the Borgia Papacy, the corrupt popes back in the Middle Ages, and makes them look <laughs> like, uh, like, like petty thieves compared to what's going on right now. If, if you yeah. think about this, the New World Order, the Deep State, the Great Reset, the New World Order, think about this. They were able to shut down the worldwide economy in two weeks. That tells you how much power and control they have. And what happened? And the bishops and the Pope just rolled over. They put up no resistance. And Catholic teaching, everybody knows it, that's steeped in Catholic thought, the Catholic Church has always taught that the civil authorities have no authority over the church. And yet, the Pope and bishops rolled over when it came to 
locking down the entire world. Uh, yes. Again, some, yeah, there's something fishy in Denmark, Paul. Yeah, there, there's definitely something rotten in Denmark. And Jess, you, you talk about fair economics and all this other nonsense. Let me quote you some fair economics. 2 Thessalonians 3.10. When This is Paul the Apostle, inspired, by the way, by the Holy Spirit of God. He says, when we were with you, <laughs> this is this. You're gonna say. <laughs> when we were with you, if a man, uh, we told you, if a man does not work, he should not eat. I'll say that again. If a man does not work, he should not eat. You know, God created us, you know, uh, you know, to, 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 to have dignified vocations, just, you know, to go out there and, 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 and earn a living. Okay. Sacred scripture. Paul, inspired by the Holy Spirit, says if a man does not work, he should not eat. So all this idea of, you know, oh, we just have to be fair and bring things up even and even. Uh, are we going to have e equal places in heaven, Jess? Are no, we going to no. be, you know, are we, are we all going to be just even? Huh? It's not communism. There, there are yeah. awards in heaven. There are the, yeah, it, Bible, the Bible calls them crowns. And what that means is that people are going to have different size crowns in heaven based on their obedience to the gospel here on earth. And no, and but nobody will be jealous of each other because the crown that you receive is going to completely, it's going to completely satisfy you, and you're going to be totally satisfied knowing that God's justice and mercy was applied in your life, and you got exactly what you deserved, no more, no less. You'll just be happy to. Yeah, be but, yeah, but there's definitely no equality. Am I right or wrong there? No, yeah, right, exactly. <laughs> from, exactly. From, from that standpoint of view. <laughs> correct. Correct. You know. Yeah. You know, uh, I'll, I'll tell you something that that. Uh, that Paul is, is uh, disturbing for me as a lay Catholic. And I'm looking at mm -hmm. different articles that I pulled up here is that uh, there's George Soros has given, uh, has given a lot of money. Here's an article, 1.7 million uh, open society foundations to the Vatican, to Pope Francis, George Soros. Here's another. Mm. Bill Gates. It also says here that Bill Gates has funded uh, many uh, many lobbyists in the Vatican to the tune of millions of dollars. So Bill Gates also gives to the Vatican. Here's another. Yes. The, Ro uh, the, let, Ro let me... the Rothschilds also uh, gives a lot of money to the Vatican as well. Paul, these are wicked, evil people. The love of money is the root of all evil. Yes, yes. Why is yes. Francis? Why? Why does he? Have, why does he have anything to do with George Soros, Bill Gates, and the Rothschilds? These secret society, uh, you know, uh, Masons who want to depopulate the earth. This is completely opposed to the Catholic Church. Freemasonry is an enemy of Catholicism, and we want to populate the world based on what Scripture says, not depopulate it. Well, when you got groups like the Freemasons uh, giving accolades to the Pope when he makes certain decisions, that should tell you something. The, uh, again, and I say this often, I'll say it again, Jess, do not marvel if the world hates you, for the world hated me before it hated you. Mm -hmm. And a slave or a servant is not greater than his master. If we are called to conform to the image of Christ, this world will not love you 
You will not be their darling in the media. You will be despised and rejected just as our Lord and Savior is. As a matter of fact, you will be treated worse because you're nothing but a, you're, you're nobody. You know, uh, Jesus, Jesus is the Lord of glory, but we're, we're just, you know, his followers. And we know, you know, we've seen that type of thing in the scripture when the, the demons say, you know, Paul, I know what for you, you know, yeah. <laughs> you know, I don't know, you know, so, so, but I will tell you, Jess, um, <clears throat> you know, when you see, um, uh, you know, the person who is uh, the Bishop of Rome in the chair of Peter, when you see him align himself with uh, the world to such a degree, you can't help but understand when Our Lady said, Rome will lose the faith. This mm. is definitely part of that scenario. You see almost wholesale, the, the upper echelon of, uh, you see the cardinals silent. You see everybody, uh, uh, you know, uh, uh, moving to implement these unjust, uh, uh, decrees that, that are coming forth. Like, uh, 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 traditionist codes, you know what I mean? Really? We're going to ban the Latin mass? We're going to ban? Or, or you see these priests who, who refuse to give somebody holy communion, who are, who are broken, wanting to get on their knees and receive our Lord, uh, you know, on the tongue, and, and, and the priests will refuse to do it. What is, these people are off kilter, Jess. Yeah, you know, Paul, and it's it's uh, remember when our Lord Jesus Christ called the first pope, when he started thinking like a worldling, he said, get behind me, Satan. You are not yes. thinking like God. You're thinking like men. Yes. Again, yes. A, pope, a pope could become secular and think like a worldling and God will rebuke him. We'll continue talking about there's a letter that actually uh, Pope Francis wrote to Klaus Schwab. We'll see how much of that letter mm. we can uh, deploy. We'll be right back. Now, back to Jesus 911. If this call is not an emergency, dial 888-526-2151. Soul Patrol, Jesus 911. Here's a message, a letter of Pope Francis to Professor Klaus Schwab. He, and this was January 25th, 2014, a couple years ago. He says... I'm very grateful for your kind invitation to address the annual meeting of the World Economic Forum, which, as is customary, will be held at the Davos Closters at the end of the month, trusting that the meeting will provide an occasion for deeper reflection on the causes of the economic crisis affecting the world these past few years. I would like to, take, to offer some considerations in the hope that they might enrich the discussions of the forum and make a useful contribution to its important work. Now, why is the Pope so concerned about uh, the economy? He should be more concerned with souls. The letter goes on. Pope Francis says, Ours is a time of notable changes and significant progress in different areas which have different consequences for the life of humanity. In fact, we must praise the steps being taken to improve people's welfare in areas such as health care, education, and communications. Uh, that's one of the Pope's documents that he wrote. In addition to many other areas of human activity, and we must recognize the fundamental role that modern business activity has had in bringing about these changes by stimulating and developing the immense resources of human intelligence. Again, the divine, the divine, uh, uh, the Great Commission says, "Go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit." 
And the Code of Canon Law says that the function of the Catholic Church is the salvation of souls. Paul, there's nothing here referencing the gospel or, or, or the highest work of the church, which is the salvation of souls. Pope Francis writes, Nonetheless, the successes which have been achieved, even if they've reduced poverty for a great number of people, often have led to a widespread social exclusion. Indeed, the majority of the men and women of our time still continue to experience daily insecurity, often with dramatic consequences. In the context of your meeting, I wish to emphasize the importance that the various political and economic sectors have in promoting an inclusive approach which takes into consideration the dignity of every human person and the common good. I am referring to a concern that ought to shape every political and economic decision, but which at times seems to be little more than an afterthought. Those working in these sectors, Paul, it's funny the way Pope Francis writes a lot here, but he's saying nothing. Well, yes, he is saying something. Jess, he's saying something. He's saying he's giving you communist ideology. Okay. okay? That's, what, that's what you're getting. This is exactly how communists talk. You know, the idea, you know, the hammer and the sickle, you know what I mean? We're all about the people. We're all about, you know, let's let's not be under the uh, control of these capitalists who are greedy and, you know what I mean? And let's just, you know, this, so, so under the guise of, you know, hey, this is all about, you know, just being fair to everybody. And let's have this, uh, 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 you, you, uh, this, um, a worker's um, paradise. A worker's paradise. A worker's paradise. There you go. That's what I was looking for. Yeah. And uh, it, it's not going to happen, and it's impossible. You this want a worker's is, paradise? Get to heaven. Jesus is going to destroy this world. Just read Second Peter chapter three. This world is yes. going to be burned up with fire. Yep. Again, Pope Francis reserved for fire. Yes. Those working in these sectors have a precise responsibility towards others particularly those who are most frail, weak, and vulnerable. It is intolerable that thousands of people continue to die every day from, the, from hunger, even though substantial quantities of food are available and often simply wasted. Likewise, we cannot, we cannot but be moved by the many refugees seeking minimally dignified living conditions who not only fail to find hospitality, but often tragically perish in moving from place to place. I know that these words are forceful and even dramatic, but they seek to affirm and to challenge the ability of this assembly to make a difference. In fact, those who have demonstrated their aptitude for being innovative and for improving the lives of, of many people by their ingenuity and professional expertise can further contribute by putting their skills at the service of those who are still living in dire poverty. Again, this, this is a horizontal gospel, Paul. It's a, it's a, mm. it's a, it's, this is Liberation Theology 101. Yep. What yep. is needed then is a renewed, profound, and broadened sense of responsibility on the part of all. Business is, in fact, a vocation and a noble vocation, provided that those engaged in it see themselves challenged by a greater meaning in life. Then he quotes himself there. That's he wrote that document, Evangelii Gaudium. Such men and women are able to serve more effectively of the common good and to make the goods of this world more accessible to all. Nevertheless, the growth of equality demands something more than economic growth, even though it presupposes it. It demands, first of all, a transcendent vision of the person, because without the perspective of eternal life, okay, that's a good statement, human progress in this world is, is denied breathing space. It also calls for decisions, mechanisms, and processes directed to a better distribution of wealth, the creation of sources of employment, and an integral promotion of, po of the poor, which goes beyond a simple, a simple welfare mentality. The Pope writes to Klaus Schwab, I'm convinced 
that from such an openness to the transcendent, a new political and business mentality can take shape, one capable of guiding all economic and financial activity with the horizon of an ethical approach which is truly human. The international business community can count on many men and women of great honesty and integrity whose work is inspired and guided by high ideals of fairness, generosity, and concern for the authentic develop of the human family. I urge you to draw upon these great human and moral resources and take up this challenge with determination, farsightedness, without ignoring naturally the specific scientific and professional requirements of every context. I ask you to ensure that humanity is served by the wealth and not ruled by it. Dear Mr. Chairman and friends, I hope that you may see in these brief words a sign of my pastoral concern and a, and a constructive contribution to help your activities to be more to be to ever more to be ever more noble and fruitful i renew my best wishes for a successful meeting as i invoke divine blessings on you and the participants of the forum as well as on your families and all your work from the vatican pope francis as they as no. they push abortion the same group that is you know on the top of their agenda was uh, abortion and making sure that under the guise of uh, reproductive rights come on come on Paul, I, I don't see, uh, there's no scripture in, uh, in this document by the Pope, no reference to Jesus. Uh, at the end, it says, I, I invoke my divine blessings on you. Uh, that, that's about the most, and, and, and of the four times that he quotes something, he quotes his own writings twice. I, I don't know, mm -hmm. when, when you're writing a letter, it, it, it's probably, Even when he quotes... Yeah. Even, even when you quote, Jess, the devil is, is and, and I'm, look, and I'm not saying he's the devil, but the devil mixes truth with error. So of course, the devil's tactics. So when you have anybody who you can take a, a, a you know, something that's a, you know, a snippet of truth, but, uh, you know, but you can use it to uh, to an end where, that, that gets you uh, something less than the truth. And I'm not saying that th this is by intention. You know, uh, he must be deluded. Uh, because, uh, again, uh, uh, you know, how in the world do you, you know, partner with people whose main is to destroy human life, Jess, who are part of the culture of death, who want to depopulate the earth? It is everything that is opposite of what the Catholic Church uh, stands for. It is what the Pope is supposed to, as the vicar of Christ, he is supposed to take the deposit of faith safeguard it and pass it on to the next generation and you don't see anything that has anything to do with the catholic church here no and i'll tell you the the new world order which is what klaus schaub is part of and even pope francis this build back better it, it really started after world war ii uh, a lot of countries they said you know what we we had world war one world war ii we've got to find a way that we can you know internationalize these organizations and countries and we can start agreeing to promote some type of global cooperation and global peace and that's where all this started uh you know the, the global security global trade global health care global monetary policies it all started from the fact that there was two world wars and a lot of countries uh genuinely wanted to say you know what we need to work together but what's what's happened now with these institutions is They've become th this alliance between countries with wicked leaders and corporations like, again, Facebook, you know, Google, uh, you know, Apple, 
when you get, you know, Big Pharma, Pfizer, Moderna, when you get countries that, you know, governments run by wicked secular humanists and you get corporations run by wicked secular humanists, godless secular humanists, this is what we have in the World Economic Forum, Paul. This is dangerous. This is called corporatocracy. When countries and corporations unite and they try to govern, you know, big government becomes so powerful with these gigantic corporations aligned with them. This is called corporatocracy. And and this alliance that they're trying to form to control the entire planet and control us, this is the work of the Antichrist. Yeah, Jess, it sounds like the Tower of ba- uh, Babel revisited, you know. I'm glad you had to say that word, corporatocracy. <laughs> corporatocracy. <laughs> yeah. Well, listen. Well, well, listen. That's exactly right. Let us not forget uh, that the devil is the the prince of this world. Okay, he is the one who, uh, uh, you know, uh, right now he has uh, a certain amount of freedom here, and we know that. Uh, the Antichrist, this world is going to give birth to the the Antichrist. There have been many Antichrists along the way, but the Antichrist, and by the way, there are yeah. many, many people who believe the Antichrist is alive and well on planet Earth right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know about all that, but I do know that uh, the world is not heading in the right direction. And that's why if we say things that oppose these worldviews. Uh, what does the world try to do? Well, you've seen it. They're trying to silence us, Jess. They're trying to clamp down. They're trying to control the narrative. Uh, we're going to cancel you. Uh, anything, to, uh, you know, uh, to shut us down. And pretty soon it's going to get a lot more uh, uh, serious than that, Jess. Pretty soon they're going to tell us we can't eat. They're going to tell us that we can't work unless we comply. That is the type of slavery that Jesus Christ brings freedom. If the son shall make you free, you shall be in free, free indeed. Then the devil brings the opposite. He brings slavery. And Christ said, I came to set the captive free. Go ahead, just take us home. Yeah, you know what? Uh, all, all I could say is this. If the end of the world is near, then let the Antichrist find all of us standing tall with Jesus Christ in our hearts, with Jesus Christ in our lips, and with Jesus Christ in our homes. If the Antichrist is right around the corner, let him find all of us standing tall, standing up for Jesus with our lives, with our lips, and with our love. Up next, Gary Machuda, hands-on apologetics. As for me and Paul, that's a wrap. We are EOW, end of watch. We are out. God bless you. Keep the faith. Viva Cristo Rey!